after six weeks of focusing on retraining your breath, you're living more of a life than you were before. More happy and healthy life. More positive and hopeful life. Which kind of much, much more for that, can you? Not really. No. Welcome back to Living More of a Life, the podcast which aims to raise awareness of issues that stop us living more of a life. I'm your host, Jane Tarrant, and founder of Link Breathing. In this episode, I'm extremely lucky to be able to share the story of one of my own clients. He's lived for the past 25 years with a restricted airway following an accident when he was 16. He was provided with some of the best care he could have asked for from the medical industry. But unfortunately, there was one area that it didn't cover. And this was breathing retraining. Did you think that you'd have had the progress that you've had when you first heard about breathing retraining? No, to, to the point that you could literally, I don't want to underemphasize this, but near of a miracle of how much that's changed my life from our first session to the point I am now, where I'm actually sleeping side by side with my wife. And, okay, I have some bad nights still, but the majority of the time the family's actually having, are waking up with rested sleep, and so am I. And so what kind of lengths of sleep are you now getting on average? Um, so I've done... My, my long, longest one was nine and a half hours. And I'm averaging around, around about seven, seven and a half hours. Seven, seven and a half hours. Which is... From around 40 minutes 40 to minutes two and a half hour, hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, so you're getting better longer sleep. Are you having to nap in the day anymore? No. Do you feel like you've got more energy? I've always got energy. I've got energy after work. In a way that you never had yeah. before? What else have you noticed when you first wake up in the morning? Have you noticed any changes there? Um, so each morning, I, like I said before, I suffer from acid reflux. Each morning, there was like a coughing spell of every morning where the um, acids would irritate my throat in the night. So... The, haven't had that since no coffin fits how bright i am how ready ready i am to get get up and going ready for work but i feel relaxed going to sleep i'm not scared to go to sleep i'm ready to go to sleep when i want to go to sleep and i wake up refreshed so when i was 16 i severed my larynx on a motorcycle accident which left me with a restricted reduced airway and a paralyzed vocal cord after two to three years of from the accident to getting signed off um i'm i'm still left with restricted airway and problems with my my voice deteriorating and disappearing and what support did you have from sort of medical establishments to help you get back on track and be able to live mm. a better life from what you'd had happen. Initial stages was a nebulizer, 
and a trachostomy, which was removed, um, speech therapy. And then from that, I was left with a CPAP machine. I tried for about six months, but it was causing more more trouble than it was, than it was worth. I mean, they can be really powerful for some people, yeah. but for you, it just wasn't no, working it, it, for you. No, it wasn't for me. Okay. And so you had speech therapy. Was that to relearn how to talk properly? Yeah. Um, so my AEIOUs was the first thing to disappear. So I had to learn how to pronounce words properly, which I'm probably not doing a great job right now. Doing a great job. And this, this was a number of years ago, though. This yeah. was, you're now in your early 40s? 40s, yeah. And this happened when you were 16? Yeah. So you've lived over 20 years? Over 20 years, yeah. In this exact state? And did you see anybody about your snoring or the way you were breathing? Did you go and get any assistance for it? Before? So I went to the hospital a couple of times, and there was, apart from the sleep aids... And going back in the sea, but there's not much that out there f- for you unless there's sur- you know, surgery. Okay. Or you've seen um, online sometimes have like burn victims. They have a, a balloon put down their throat and then they expand the balloon. Apart from that, it makes your windpipe. It can make it really, um, what's the word? It's prone to damage or um, makes it incredibly, incredibly weak. Okay, so it wasn't something you wanted to try? No, that's just too, too, too evasive. Okay, so when you heard from a friend that there was this breathing lady, lady. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what was your first thought? My first thought where I was at a time was I, with my snoring, I was literally ready to give anything a go. So you were open-minded? I was open-minded. I'm open-minded. I'm were open, you more open-minded, open-minded at that point than you would have been maybe 10, 20 years before? Or do you think because of your situation or you've been open-minded the whole time, you just didn't know it was... To be fair, if I, if I had the option of doing link breathing after the accident, I would have. It was the lack of options that I didn't have that led me down that path. Okay. So now you've been made aware of the fact that mm. there is something you can actually do to retrain your breathing yourself without any sort of medical intervention. And in a summary, what has it meant for you? What can you do now? What do you feel now that you didn't feel, you know, a mere couple of months ago? So my relationship with my wife has become stronger. Everybody in the household has benefited. I've started jog. Started jogging. Started jogging. Wow. I've started new sports. Um, and the benefit is an overall, not just physical and mental well-being. I believe that. And whereas before you would say that the reason you were going to do it was for the benefit of your family more than the benefit for for you... What do you now feel now you started to be able to do things you've never been able to do? For example, sports that you've not been able to do since you were 16. 
it's okay to be a bit selfish sometimes. And what it's given me, it's given me, give me hope of further sports I want to try. It's given me knowledge that I can do it as well. It's given, it's given me techniques that I can keep falling back on. Selfish is an interesting word. So do you feel that allowing time for you to do sports and to keep fit and to feel good in your own well-being, is that actually selfish or is it just the word that comes naturally? Or is it something that you feel actually is just now a minimum requirement for you to be able to be the best dad and the best husband and the best employee? I don't know how to answer that. Because that goes with um, double-edged sword, isn't it? I'm happy that I have more time for myself. I feel I feel like a more confident person from that. But I'm also very happy that my family are having a good response from it. Um, I really haven't really thought about it, to, to, to be honest. I haven't thought the balance of it. So do you sort of recognise the correlation between when you look after yourself, the others around you benefit, as opposed to just looking after them? From the work I've put in, my family and I have benefited. Why did you come to Link Breathing in the first place? So my friend told me all about you and said I should give it a go because he thought it could really help me. I didn't even check your website at the time. I just took his word for it, and I'm glad I did. Because I actually came at the right time when I was having a lot of trouble with my snoring, bedtime routines with my wife, um, keeping family awake. And it, you know, in our relationship, it got to a point where we had, something had to be done, and it, and it was, you know, it was the opportunity to do something. And there's not many options to do something about snoring unless you're searching for sleep aids on, on Google, yeah, which none of them work. So you tried everything on Google and you couldn't find anything that Tried worked. the nose pegs, um, the chin straps, the ones that you stick it up in your nose. And when we first met, you were happy with your lot in many ways, grateful to be alive yeah, um, based on your experiences. Um, when do, putting the effort in, it was mainly for your relationship and for your kids. I agree with that. I, it was for the family I come here. I think it was in, in the first session I had with you. You pointed out it shouldn't be just for other people. It should be for myself. And then I started my mind working in that direction that I should be doing it for myself. Was that quite hard to think about in the first place was it something that you're not used something to that doing? i never comprehended really and from then and just starting just the smallest of exercises and seeing such, such a dramatic change i think it, it snowballed from there so at the beginning of working together you told me you had an injury to your throat mm-hmm. that i hadn't experienced and you said that you were snoring extremely loudly. You said it like a jet plane. <laughs> mm. You said that you were sleeping downstairs on a yoga mat and that you couldn't go to bed when you were tired because the whole family would be kept up. So you had to stay up a couple of hours later 
yeah. and you were very very tired and you were napping in your van during the day and just absolutely exhausted whilst waking every, mm. every, every yeah uh, not just hours but minutes sometimes okay so maximum get to about uh, two and a half hours at a time of sleep I, before you'd wake i done my my watch and I'd had some points of 40 minutes of sleep. Okay. And then you'd wake up in your sleep. Wake up, try and get back to sleep. Or woke up and be so scared to go back to sleep. Because you'd stop breathing. Stop breathing, scared of what's going to happen. I work a manual job move, moving furniture all day. Staircases are a problem, moving furniture up and down. Um, as I said, feeling tired throughout the day and finding 20 minutes to or half hour have a nap in my van just to get get a lunchtime to get through the rest of the day um, and then coming home and being pretty well walking the dog after and being pretty t ready for sleep yeah. for the next day is the weekends will become a problem of walking's not a problem but I can run around the children also getting very tired throughout the day um, would be hard to keep keep on top, you know, keep on top of things, keeping keeping them happy, keeping them active. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And were you struggling in any of your relationships because you were so tired? Was it making it harder? Snoring doesn't just affect you, it affects affects my wife and my children sleep. So in fact that that affect her day at work, that affect my children's probably school day. Could also well affect the behaviour. You know, we all know what a tired child means. Yeah. Um that's why well, hence I sleeping downstairs. Even then, that could—I'd have my wife for coming down in the night saying, "You've got to stop snoring. I can hear you upstairs. Keep me awake upstairs." That's through a room, through a hallway, and up a staircase. So that's quite how loud it was. Yeah. Okay, and then you came to Link Breathing without any promises of what could happen at the end of the day it was one to really just work on the absolute basics of breathing and start from scratch and see that you had covered those correctly so that was our first aim hmm. and it was looking at reducing the over breathing and giving you uh, mechanisms in order to be able to widen your airways when you are feeling very tight and make you feel calmer in situations when you are very anxious and where mm. you'd actually feel that you were unable to breathe properly and sometimes you mentioned that your wife would mention to you that you were breathing incredibly heavily and yet you hadn't even noticed yeah. so that was the first part did you think that you'd have had the progress that you've had when you first heard about breathing retraining no to, to the point that you could literally I don't want to Underemphasize this bit near of a miracle of how much that's changed my life from our first session to the point I am now. 
where I'm actually sleeping side by side with my wife. And, okay, I have some bad nights still, but the majority of the time the family's actually having, are waking up with rested sleep, and so am I. How focused have you been on the techniques and exercises that you've been given so each week you've had a number of exercises to do and we worked together initially for five sessions Mm. over six weeks and you were taught what to do and you were taught about why you would be doing it and each time you were made to feel comfortable that you were okay with doing the exercises and then you just practiced them so how diligent were you at putting the practice in i think the word is exercise and like most exercises is literally how much work you put in for the results even that even though i'd put the minimum result, um, effort in i still think i would have found um an improvement because after the first session there was an improvement and what did you notice after the first and second session before we moved on to the more, more extreme stuff that, so stuff that was really basic techniques of getting out of breath and regaining my breath, focusing on my breathing and refusing to mouth breathe, concentrating on just the, the no, nose, nasal breathing, felt alien, but surprisingly comes quite natural after a short amount of time. Okay. And did you feel that you were starting to feel better during those first couple of weeks before you'd done all the rest of what we'd worked on absolutely i am um, i think I, I was i was looking forward to the sessions because i was i couldn't wait to learn extra to see what else i could benefit from and that says it all it isn't it if you you know if you're looking for some looking forward to more exercise you're actually enjoying it yeah and you're going to be- benefit from it and what about camping? How would you describe your snoring now after the six weeks worth of sessions where you put the work in? So I'll tell you one, one story about my youth when I went to one of these like weekend away. It was, I think it was God's Kitchen or something. It was a weekend like Raven. I woke up in the morning me and my friend in a tent and we had around about 200 beer cans against the tent <laughs> caving in the tent where everyone had been throwing beer cans throughout the night to, true story trying to wake you up then we just stop snoring there um so usually we'll go camping try and find spots where we're a bit further away from everyone and friends or find that corner spot I tried to stay awake, the last person to stay awake, so everyone gets to sleep so I can go. And I'm trying to wake up first. Because I was so embarrassed about my snoring. Um, two family holidays, and I've got one this weekend. And alongside use a mouth tape and breathing exercises at night, pretty confident going into it and falling asleep in front of people my wife's colleagues but one of her best friends she's known me from when I was younger she said she couldn't hear me at all wow yeah 
And normally this would be embarrassing for you. Very to embarrassing, near. especially as well when when we're camping, we've had a couple of drinks. Snoring usually gets um, a lot louder. That's no one. There, I've been around my friend's house and I've fallen asleep on the sofa, which would have been a no-go for me. I would have kept myself awake or wouldn't be put myself in that position. And I woke up and looked at my daughter straight away and I was like, was I snoring? And like, she's gone, Dad, no, not really at all. When we had our first 20-minute call, how did it leave you feeling? Hopeful. I, uh, I called my wife up on the way back and said, this is something I want to do. I know she's going to help me. And you obviously had to financially invest in this. Are you happy that you did spend money on it? Because that's, that's what you do with gyms. You, you pay into a gym for your body. And this is just an ex- extension to this. And as a male, if you had heard somebody else saying they were going to go to um, get assistance in order to retrain their breathing, would you have laughed at it or found it strange before? Or do you have any friends that would feel that way? I think, yes, I think some of my friends would laugh. But two, I think if you're true to yourself and you're mature enough about helping yourself, then it's a no-brainer. Was it easy to fit into your life? Was it easy to actually just have it stacked so on, your, on your commute or when you're doing something you're already doing? Was it easy to fit it Extremely in? Extremely easy and to the point where... I'd find it hard not to believe that you couldn't put it as a habit. Um, Incredibly easy. I'd like to say a huge thank you to my client who, despite absolutely hating microphones, was willing to come on this podcast to make sure that others knew about what they could be doing for themselves too. I now work with clients just like this one, who have something that's affecting them, whether it's anxiety, panic attacks, asthma, restricted airway, snoring, sleep apnea, whatever it is that they've struggled to get help with, whatever they've maybe even been to their doctor about on a number of occasions, and they're still not getting anywhere. I take them back to basics, I guide them through the process, and I make sure that they feel empowered to improve their own health. If you feel that you or someone close to you could benefit from breathing retraining, don't hesitate to reach out to me or book a free assessment via my website, linkbreathing.co.uk. You can also contact me via all social media platforms at linkbreathing. Thank you so much for listening. And the microphone. Are you put a face on it next time or something? Like a smiley face. Oh, yeah. Should I put googly eyes and some fluffy yeah. ears? Would you prefer that? Would it less, look less intimidating with a little? Might do. Not sure. <laughs> and there goes the mowing next door. <laughs>